Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We're just here, you know, selling merchandise. And who am I here with right now? My name is Megan. I'm from Tennessee. From Tennessee, but you married a Canadian? Yes. Okay, and just a completely random question. Would you say you are a bigger fan of Arkell's or The Best Hang? I think that I am a bigger fan of The Best Hang. You heard it here, folks. We have just made history. Someone who is a bigger fan of The Best Hang than Arkell's. I just wanted to get that on tape. No further questions. Welcome to the Best Hang Podcast. We got Max. We got Shane. I am Mike. My goodness, this is the aftermath episode. The aftermath. Uh, maybe you are asking if you if you if you're not an Arkells fan, or maybe you don't live in the area. But uh, what just went down this past weekend in Hamilton, Ontario, is nothing short of astonishing. It was the rally weekend where Max, the guys in Arkells, Ash, everybody, that whole camp put on what I thought was a spectacular weekend that got local businesses involved, that people were excited about. I think they shattered records at Iverwind Stadium, Tim Hortons Field, as it is now called, uh, over like 27,000 people rocking out to Arkells. Shane and I were at a booth during the day for the podcast, welcoming people to the rally market. We got to meet so many of you. We're going to get into all of it. But first of all, I just wanted to say, Max, to you, to the guys in the group, to, to, to Manager Ash, congratulations. How are you feeling a couple days after this big event? I'm still very tired. Um, you know, there's so many things to, to take care of leading into the weekend. And, and it's funny, this week we actually have a busy week. We have four shows, but I, nothing feels hard. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. once you've done this this past weekend, like I'm like, oh, those shows will be easy. And we're like flying around too. Like we're in Vancouver Island and Vancouver and Saskatoon. I'm like, ah, it doesn't matter. Um, but also <laughs> I want to add thank you to Nathan Nash. We always, oh my goodness. Uh, yes. Give him a big shout at the end of the pod. 
Uh, he did so much for Arkell's camp in every possible way. He took all the great photos and was organizing the other photographers. Shout out to Veronique and Janine, um, who also took some amazing photos from the weekend. And uh, also with with the best hang pot, he made our booth look amazing. Oh, I mean, that's I was I was going to wait for the, the Nathan praise uh, until we talked about the booth. But no, 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 no. No need to wait. Give people their flowers now. Nathan Nash was nothing short of incredible as well. Uh, for anyone that saw us that day uh, in the rally market, uh, like the amazing sign, the gumballs, the, the suckers that had the logo on it, all the way, the yellow cloth. He just organized everything. And that was like one of a million things he had going on. Also, I saw you included him in the show. I'm down there rocking in the pit with Shane and John Popolis and Mark Myers. We got a whole crew down there. And you do a bit in the show and I'm looking at the Jumbotron and all of a sudden, who is it? But it's Nathan Nash comes in. He like shows you a photograph. It's like you had a little bit that you wrote him into. Uh, what part of the show are you talking about? I don't remember this. Do you not remember where you were like, Nathan, let me see that photo. Let me see that photo. And he leaned in and he showed you the photo like on the back of the, the camera. Oh, uh, when we took the group shot. Yeah. Is that what happened? Oh, I don't remember that. I, honestly, I swear to God, am I crazy? Am, am I misremembering? Ash, Ash is listening. Dude, was there not a part where like Nathan was kind of on stage for a second, where you like he showed you a camera? He was on stage. I don't know. Wow. Ash, did that happen? Oh, I mean, we choreographed the photo and Nathan taking it. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the the ricochet of that. I'm not sure if if we remember. I feel like you went and looked at the photo to like approve it. Like you're like, let me see that photo. Let me see that photo. And then he like showed you the screen. That was improv. But because okay, because he showed up on the big screen. Oh, see, I didn't know that. That wasn't meant to be a, a bit. Oh, in the heat of the moment, you just had that witty line that Mike was enjoying. Let yeah, me see yeah, that exactly. photo. I didn't know we were on the screens. Like, like, there's so much happening uh, with the. With the screens that, you know, I had no idea. Hey everyone, Nathan here with a quick editor's note. Mike's actually not crazy here. He's just misremembering it. Apparently there was a couple times where I did appear on the screen. Once was when I was taking the group shot and another time when Max was actually asking me for the time, he grabbed me on stage and was looking at my watch. So that's why he was looking down. But uh, yeah, well, I, I, I want to know because I've been talking about myself a lot lately on the phone, you know, we're making the rounds, we're calling it. But how, tell me what the market, give me the highlights of the market. We can start talking about the show a little bit later, but I kind of want to go crazy. Chrono, chrono. Let's go chronologically. Let's do that. We got to start the basketball, don't we? Yes, let's start the basketball. Oh my goodness. How could I How could I leave out in my opening that you guys opened a basketball court in the community? You know what I mean? Like in downtown Hamilton on Barton Street, that uh, that was the start of the weekend, truly. Uh, yeah, so Shaney, why don't we start there? Okay. You opened a basketball court for the community, Max. And it, was, <laughs> it was awesome. In Hamilton, we don't have any glass backboard basketball mm -hmm. courts. And anyone who plays basketball knows, as you said in your opening speech, that mm -hmm. is the thing to have. That's the coveted thing to have mm -hmm. is a glass backboard. I used to be, when I was younger, I'd put a lot of spins on the ball, like to, to mm -hmm. do these crazy layups. And they just wouldn't work the same mm -hmm. if, unless it was a real glass backboard. So my mm -hmm. game suffered when I play in street ball games. Yeah. Ah, that's why. But I think that's the coolest thing. And you've done a lot of cool things in your life that mm -hmm. you've ever done. Mm -hmm. And it's also <laughs> it feels like that for me too. Like it, like it, yeah. walking to the court and seeing it all. We got there the night before and it was finally finished. I was like, this is like kind of taking my breath away that we are a mm -hmm. part of this. Like I, that, that feeling of like, Oh my God, this thing that we're doing, uh, I can't believe it. Uh, yeah, I totally feel the same way. I want to play there every day because it's in Hamilton. <laughs> I, like, I know it's charitable and it's for the kids and all that, 
but I just want to play there for an hour every single day. It's amazing. There's this man, Shane, who shows yeah. up every day. Does he have a job? Does he have a family? I'm working from home, okay? Um, <laughs> I get a lunch break. So to set up sort of the, 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 the scene, which was incredible, was this was also sort of the start of the weekend. You know what I mean? So it's like the Friday day, It's uh, you guys, you have Nick Nurse. There's obviously the coach of the Raptors. You have Superfan. Nav is down there. You have you have members of, of Team Canada basketball down there. It was, it was this incredible sort of thing so it was like this like like the, you know philanthropic sort of moment where you've donated this really cool basketball court like Shane said with the glass backboards but it also was like this like media event so you had like Nick Nurse you had all this stuff you were you, you know you're running around you're kind of being like the mayor of Hamilton although the real mayor of Hamilton was actually there I'm sometimes. the mayor now <laughs> you, yeah, yeah <laughs> you do not let that person have the mic yeah uh, and what we talked about this on the last podcast but there was a celebrity game element and so like Shay, you were like Shane Mike come you know bring your stuff you'll get into the celebrity game i'm doing air quotes for celebs because shane and i clearly are not really celebs although shane has been viral on tiktok many times he actually I'm not a celebrity for sure yeah, that's safe suit, to say you see the definition more <laughs> yeah, so don't worry uh, about than it. i would and uh but then you know mark myers incredible director also incredible basketball player can still dunk uh he you know he wants to get in on the game and you know john Popolis lives in the city now and we were doing the sketch he wanted you know the show the sketch show with him he wants to get on the game so you're all we wanted was for mark to get in because he yeah. you know he's done all this work all the music videos and he's dying to get in that game. Yes. <laughs> so so we all show up and we a bunch of us wear our basketball shoes because we don't want to be sitting there holding them embarrassingly and then not get called into the game. So we kind of wore shorts and we get down there. We're wondering if we're going to get in the game and we do get in the game. Max, I know it was very stressful because you're like, you're subbing people in, you're on the mic. Matt Devlin, the voice of the Raptors, Paul Jones, who's the radio voice of the Raptors, they're doing live, like, um, um, game call, like, through the speakers as the game's happening. It was all very, like, That was the park. coolest part, I think. Like, if you're a kid from the neighborhood or any age and you hear Matt Devlin going, a shot from the corner, it's, he's got to make that. It's <laughs> cool to watch, but you don't want to get in the game once you see that going on. Because you <laughs> know legit. you're going to get called out for just looking stupid with these amazing street ballers who can alley-oop and dunk so Meyer's watching on the sideline he's itching to get in he's like oh, I just want to get in there and then this guy airballed it we like we're watching and Devlin didn't make fun of him didn't say anything about it and Mark's like oh they don't even say anything if you airball and he started getting confidence so when Myers gets in the game he goes to take this little jump shot like just inside the three-point line and it uh it, it was close. It just, you know, he didn't have the right arc and it kind of drilled the, the rim and bounced away. And then Devlin's like, ooh, you got to hit those. And Meyer's confidence wide, wide, just. Yeah. He's like got, wide, wide open from the elbow. Got to hit that. Yeah. And then he just had we no confidence laughing. and then subbed yeah. out the next play and just had his head down. <laughs> But Myers, Myers is a great basketball player. He can of course. Hang in one of those oh, that one but shot like, is not indicative of his gameplay. But in these <laughs> games where you're subbing in like probably dozens or almost hundreds of people, you might have only one or two shots the entire game. So if you mm -hmm. miss that first shot, you're done. Oh, and like Shane said, there's like there's people throwing down alley oops. You know, we have like we have women from like Team Canada that they're just like crossing people over, like pinpoint passes. So eventually we do get into the game. And speaking of looking a little bit silly, you know, 
I wore like some shorts and my basketball shoes, but I wore like this like Jimmy Buffett party like boat shirt, like a button up with a collar. And Danica was like, "You're wearing that to the thing?" If you, I'm like, "They're they're gonna have like shirts that say like our Kells Rally Court that they're gonna give to everybody for the game. There's gonna be some sort of shirt. I'm not gonna actually have to wear this, you know, my party guy shirt into the game." She's like, oh, "Okay, fine." Then we get there and we're looking around. And we're like, "Oh no, people are just like they brought their hoop gear, so they're in their hoop gear." And of course, I never asked, and so finally like near the end max is so gracious to like get us in and by the way like people are there to see the dunks and the, you know all, they don't really want to see shane and i but you announce all right we're gonna bring into the game shane cunningham and mike veerman to like a smattering of like maybe like i heard sean dawson clap and maybe like dan hamilton my buddy jimmy went woo and that was it but we went into the game and uh and we start running up and down and you're kind of getting a sweat and i was like oh nobody's passing me the ball and i think it's because i've got this backwards hat my like Ray-Ban style sunglasses, my Jimmy Buffett shirt. And I'm just kind of like, they're like, who is this guy? And so I was like, oh, I'm going to try and play the right way. So I, I cut through the lane a couple times thinking they might hit me on like a flash cut. Nobody passed the rock. I got open in the corner once for a three-pointer, nothing. Uh, and then I stole the ball. So this was my one play in the game. Uh, guy like mispassed it. I steal it and I start going the other way. It's a two-on-one fast break with me and like a dude that looked like he could like throw it down. So I, I, I basically get it ahead over the defender. I feel like the guy's going to like catch it in stride and then maybe throw one down or have a nice layup or something like that. But he grabs it and as he goes to dribble it, it just kind of hit his foot and left. So I didn't get my, I didn't get my assist. And then I felt like, uh, I need to get it. I need to get out, you know, of this game right now. And, and I was so grateful though, that you got me on. It was fun to run up and down the court and have Matt Deblin sort of calling it. And it was great. But Shane, what was your, your perception of the experience? Cause that was mine. Obviously I had a terrible experience out there. I didn't want to go out there. <laughs> People, I don't like, I need to know who's on my team. It's hard for me to get acclimated yeah. to who everyone is. Mm -hmm. Like you said, Mike, we didn't have individual jerseys. No one knows who I am. Uh, so after about 30 seconds, when I was feeling very lost, they started calling for a substitution and I just went, I'll go. Mm. And I just left immediately <laughs> after 30 seconds. I got to touch the court. I was there for that historic court opening. And I can say I was there to like my grandkids, but I did not play more than 30 <laughs> seconds. You played about five minutes more than me, Mike. Um, but, yeah. But I thought I came out of it unscathed. It was humiliating my <laughs> lack of productivity. But afterwards, I talked to Corey, the cameraman who was filming the entire thing. <laughs> I go, oh, how's your day? He's like, oh, pretty good. You know, getting a lot of footage. He goes, you're not going to want to see the footage, though. I'm like, why? It's like, because of the way you played. I'm like, oh. I'm like, people were actually taking note of how bad I was. <laughs> so that fired me up. So then after, like, everyone went away and all the fanfare was gone, we played with the children like a mm. game. And I was really out to prove that I'm a good basketball player. We beat the, we murdered these kids murdered. And I say kids, but the one guy was like six, eight could dunk. He probably is going to D one school or something like that. Like we beat some good ballers. That's yeah. the name of the pod. We murdered these kids. <laughs> <Yes>. Totally out <laughs> of context. Misleading. Yeah. Yeah. So like the crowd sort of like clears out all that stuff and there's still people sort of hooping and, I look up and I see Mark Myers is like on the court, like directing things. And he's like, all right. I'm like, what is he doing? Is he setting up like a game? And he's like, all right, we got next, the four of us. So it's me, Shane, Mark, and John. And like, Shane, like Shane said, like we're looking at the guys we're going to play. And yeah, like they're like half a race. They're like 20, maybe 19, 18, whatever. Uh, but they're like, they look, they look good. They look like they got some skill, but we're like, let's get on. So we get, it's also very hot. I'm also a little hungover because I watched the draft the night before. Uh, and so 
It was a hot day, but we're- I'm hungover because I watched the draft before. <laughs> you gotta have a good night. You, you were there. You were drinking buckets too. Um, yeah. So we end up we end up in this game, and we'd been out in the heat for a while, and hadn't really drank much. But we start playing. Like Shane said, the four of us just fall into like you know Maxi when you play with us. We all you cut, you pass. We kind of know where everyone's going to be from just playing Grange ball for so long over the years at work. So. Uh, Right away, they're kind of like, oh, shit, like these guys know how to play because we're basically not playing one on one. We're kind of whatever. So like Shane says, we kind of kill them the first game. The second game, they sub in some guys now and they start like really like, you know, they're really good. Like six, eight guys start like going to the hole and making some choices. And so we're trying to defend him properly. But again, the sun is like killing us and we're going to these games are 11 dead. And so uh, we've got nine points. Everything from beyond the three point line is, is two points. And my jumper was it was fallen. It was nice. I wish I got a couple up you know, in front of Devlin and, and Nick Nurse didn't happen in the game, but in the game after I was getting them up and they were falling. So we, we got nine points and you, I, I know I can end this thing on a three pointer. And also like, truthfully, I thought I was going to like collapse um, because it was so hot and I'm old. And so I get a screen. Uh, it might've been Shane that said it or John. And then Myers hits me as I come off like a screen, catch the ball, two pointer game over. All the dudes are like, oh, I actually say money. I'm like feeling myself. And also, I'm just so happy to be done playing because I thought I was going to die with my Jimmy Buffett shirt. So right then, all the kids are like, no, 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 fuck that. Like 21. Let's go to 21. And and I'm like, I'm not going to say anything because I want to be a team player. And the thing is, like, I know John was feeling it, too, because of the heat, because we didn't really bring like, you know, Gatorades or water or anything. But Shane and Mark are so hyper competitive that they Mm -hmm. were both like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, no, I was like, but I didn't want to say no, but they could tell I really didn't want to do it. So Mark is like, okay, 15 dead. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, okay, all right. I won't be the guy, even though I can literally feel my, mm. my heart beating in my chest. And I'm like, this is how I'm going to, this is how it's going to end. This is how I'm going to fucking die. So anyway, we, we play their youth starts to overtake us. Uh, and I, 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 <laughs> Mike, I'm you not, stopped playing defense. Don't say the youth. I did. I did. You were just like <laughs> leaning up against the fence and your guys hitting wide open lamp. I didn't know what was going on though. So I'm like, Mike, come on. Yeah. I'm like, if you need me, just say help. And you're like, okay, but you're kind of pissed, but you don't want to say anything because you don't want to give up, but you're just letting your defender do whatever. So needless to say, I couldn't move. We couldn't move. We were, it was three on four. We were all tired, but Mike Mike <laughs> didn't hydrate properly. I drank two Gator, full Gatorades before the game, and Mike did not hydrate. So dumb. <laughs> so like you, I, I, I like it's like my second time where the, I just couldn't stay in front of my guy, and he gets a layup, and you come over. You're like, yo, you're like if you need help, just like call help on defense. And I go, okay, help. Like I said it right then to you. <laughs> and so we lose. And now Mark and Shane and I are like walking back to Mark's car. And I can feel it. Like I can feel like that kind of like it's like a woozy feeling. I've never really had it before. You'll get it for a second and then you get your second wind, but it's not going away. And we're walking and I'm trying to be like light about it. I'm like, ha, you know, I'm talking and stuff, but I'm actually hyper aware of what my body is feeling like and doing. And the walk even across the park was very hot. And I was like, and Mark, I mean, Mark's got a very nice car. He's got a Tesla. And I was like, does that thing like, does the, can you get the air going? Like before you get close to the car or anything like that? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what they got on these fucking things. And he's like, oh yeah, we can, we can. And uh, yeah, Shaney, maybe take it from your perspective and then I'll jump in. So I'm trying to make Mike feel better. Cause I kind of know what he means. The, the day before I didn't hydrate enough and I played Mark in Toronto And I got Mm -hmm. a little woozy and I started having a mini panic attack that I might collapse or something might happen because it was it was like a record breaking heat day the the day before. So I'm like, Mike, I I know what you're going through. This happened to me yesterday. Don't worry, you'll be fine. 
I thought I was going to like, you know, pass out, but I didn't. Everything's okay. And then we get in the car and Mark's like, oop, accidentally I had the heat going. I, this should be down. So it's now it's hotter in the car. So Mike's like, okay. So, so Mike's like, okay, let's just, let's just get to a water. We let we, so we drive to Tim Hortons and we get water and Mike needs an apple juice. Cause he read that that could help like, you know, bring, sugar might help sugar would help yeah. or whatever. So we're trying everything. And then we hear a phone call in the back, like a quiet voice. He's talking to Danica and he's like, just want to call to say, I love you. I'm like, oh, this is a kind of romantic moment. <laughs> Like, oh, I thought he was in trouble. But he's saying goodbye just in case to Danica. So I'm like, I'm like, this is either hilarious or the scariest shit I ever heard in my life. But I couldn't figure out what was what. And she was taking uh, oh it God. serious. She wasn't laughing. So we and then we pass my I live next to a hospital. So we just <laughs> Oh, I was aware. I was like, so I was wondering if I just, should pull the shoe. We yeah. drove by the hospital really slow because Mike is like, <laughs> I might hop out and just run into the ER just to be safe. Yeah, maybe get an IV or something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he chose not to. And then he regained feeling in his hands and feet. And Mike, I'm <laughs> very relieved to say he's here today. But it, I'm still here. <laughs> It, it just it, it yeah. gave us so many you questions. Is the funniest shit well, my hands. First of all, Mark Myers is like he's such a sweet, sweet, sweet person. You know what I mean? Like doesn't hesitate to just grab a water, apple juice, all that. He called me two an hour later on his way back to Toronto to make sure I was fine and. And my hands and my feet were like, they were kind of numb. And Shane was being awesome because he was, I did know he was trying to calm me down by saying that he had just been through it. But I'm like back there being like, I don't think I got a good ticker. I haven't had like a checkup in like 15 years. I'm having those thoughts and I'm like, I just need to call Dan. And I'm like, hey, I'm like, I'm feeling like kind of fucked up. I've never really felt this way after playing basketball. And she was just like, don't like, don't be too proud to like say you need help. And my thing was, I was like, I kept looking at the clock. I'm like, okay, if I can get to five more minutes, that's like, if I'm having a heart attack, I'll know I'm having a heart attack. But then I was like, I guess that's the thing is people wait till it's too late. Anyway, this all is going on in my brain as I'm laying down in the back of Mark's Tesla, like staring at the ceiling, like, fuck this, is how it ends. And I did call Danica to tell her I love her. Uh, uh, because but you also not? said you know, you in case this it. is it, right? And you said in case yeah. this <laughs> is it for me. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> He did. I swear it was something to that effect. I don't remember. I yeah, it was swear on my blur. life that was said because I was listening I to see the severity of the call and I was like a little bit alarmed. Yeah. Well, with with the basketball court, you know, it, it's in a tough neighborhood of Hamilton. And I was thinking, I was like, the only thing go wrong is if like something unsavory happens, like there's a shooting or something in a park mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Kids are up to trouble or whatever. But can you imagine if the headline is Rally Court Kills Mike Veerman? Yeah. And that's <laughs> we discussed that. Oh, well, so then Matt, so Shane Children is like. Children kill Mike so like, Veerman in the in, in <laughs> basketball game in small print. <laughs> because they went up to 15. Yes. Well, we were, and then at, once it was like, I was fine after like an hour and Shane was like, oh, you're good. And we had like another meeting for a work thing. He's like, are you jumping on this thing? He's like, it's okay if you can. I was like, no, no, I'll be there for it. And I was there. And, but then he was like, do you think that like if you had died today that like Max would go forward with the rally? It's a good question. And I was like, oh, absolutely. There's way too much money involved. I'm like, but I would probably get like a good two or three minute speech. Like, you from get the a stage. moment of silence for sure. Yeah. So yeah, the yeah, show yeah. would the, go on. You can confirm the that it would. The show would go on. Yeah. And we'd be very distraught and fucked up by it. But 
and you'd get a great speech. Well, Shane went out of his way to say that it would be very hard uh, if I had died to do the the market rally and the the yeah, best the market rally going on. That would be the big question. Yes. yes. Well, he was like, he was like, I'd be sad. I'll be sad to do the podcast booth without you, but I will be happy to mark the mic on much sweaters up to five hundred dollars yes. a shirt. Well, yeah, yeah, it would be. It is with a heavy heart I announced that Mike on much gear is now five hundred dollars a piece. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the announcement. Shane, unite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, so yeah, but it was it was an awesome 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 uh event like how did you you guys feel about everything like with the court we felt great about it uh, and it was again it's super hot i think i had sunstroke i knew we had to go to sound check that evening so i was like, wow. pretty beat uh, at the end of the friday but i will say um you know so much of the weekend is just like really micro not micromanaging but just really caring about all the details of, of each thing so it's like okay, what's the PA? How allows the PA? What's the playlist for the basketball game? Do we have four microphones for each announcer? Because Devlin was there, Paul uh, Paul Jones, Eric Smith, they called. It was amazing. So it was really like caring about each thing. And the last thing is that like, you know, we had some kids from the neighborhood plan to come out and play in the game. And then we the, the plan was, okay, let's have adults sub into the game. So it starts with kids and then it will turn into an adult game eventually. Um and, but like no one was really in charge of making the substitutions and way more people showed up ready to play than we anticipated. So it was like, it went from this thing that was like kind of organized into this, like, okay, on the fly, I got to make sure that like everybody who I invited to come out was going to play. But I'll say it was so uh, sort of stressful for me, uh, like telling, you know, the girls, the high school girls on the Bernie Custis secondary school basketball team that they had to come out because like some other random person was coming in or there's like, you know, a new, you could tell like a new immigrant who's coming out to the court for the first time who really wanted to play because they love basketball uh, coming in. And I was like, you know, I had, so I had to like make substitutions and stuff, but I don't know what was worse, like pulling out like a new immigrant uh, or Mark Myers. Yeah. Into the game, the guy <laughs> That's true. So I was just so the whole time. And by the way, Mark is like, like is 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 the guy who I like consider like my dad, you know, like he's a father figure to all of us. He's such mm-hmm. a like a, you know, you know, he's he's going to make sure you get hydrated. He's going to drive you home. He's going to make sure everything's good. But uh, but seeing Mark not in the game and him just sort of like waiting there. The guy's from Toronto. He doesn't even live in the neighborhood. He just wanted to play. In this <laughs> stupid <game>. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, I was, I was like, oh my god, okay, who do I sub in next? Like this, like nine year old who's like clearly from around the corner, or Mark Myers. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Sophie's choice for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that was uh, that was so cool. It was amazing, and uh, thanks to everybody who, who came out to that part. So that's day one. Friday, and you, you rehearsed Maxi all night, I guess. Yeah, we we were going till like you know eleven thirty p.m. or something, and I just need to get a good night's sleep. But because we knew Saturday was going to be big, because we had. The rally bike ride starting at uh, Gore Park where the whole band met up with a bunch of cyclists and we rode to the rally market where I got to see my friends, Shane and Mike. So, so yeah, how did it go? Uh, it was, you were there. I was actually feeling for you because it was a hot day on Saturday and asking anybody to do anything from like 11 to 4 in the middle of the heat is a big ask. So yeah, explain uh, how it went because I was only there probably for about 15 minutes. Well, I showed up at 1030. I was the first one there. I, I, for some reason, I assume Nathan, we give him a lot of credit, but he wasn't there at 1030 like Mike said he was going to be. So I had to carry over this big table by myself. No, I'm kidding. Alex helped me, but it was heavy. I did the majority of the lifting and I, I set up the table. And then sure enough, Nathan came after that with the gumball machine and the tablecloth, set it all up and then pretty much rated right 11. Oh, we had our children there, too. Uh, Mike's yeah, wife, Danica's yeah, we there with, uh, 
Winnie and Birdie. Well, we I felt bad because I was like, I was like, oh, I think Nathan's gonna have stuff set up. I'll roll in around like ten thirty, and then we got delayed because we don't want to use the bathroom. So we got there like fifteen minutes after you, Shane. You and Alex had set up the table, but I did when we pulled up and just saw you at like the empty table. I was like, oh shit! All right, okay, cool. We still gotta get into this. And then like, I see you, everybody's happy, but then the kids are hanging out and, um, Roseanne was there. Who's amazing. Who's your stepmom? And she was, um, she was with the girls and, and yeah, we set up and then Nathan came in and he had so much stuff. He put so much thought in everything and we get it all set up. And then like, like Shane said, like right at 11, like you never know what it's going to be like. Like I, we've said this a million times on the podcast. And I said this to, to the people that we met, um, at the rally market, but like we, the three of us record this thing, but the idea of like, our listeners or who they are, that there are like a significant number of people that listen to this is kind of abstract. And then a moment like being at the rally market is like, uh, it becomes very real all of a sudden you're having these conversations with people. And what was wild is from 11 till four, it never stopped. Like Shane mm. and I never got to sit down. That's and awesome. Like it was incredible. And you, we were like energized by meeting people and people had such kind things to say. There was an incredible turnout of Shaniacs. There were many, many yeah. Shaniacs that came to proclaim uh, uh, their Shaniac status. We just have a random person here. Uh, would you? What would you say you are? I am a Shaniac. What? <laughs> no, I, I don't want to say the one, the only, but we'll say um, it's the first one today. I might be the biggest one. Yes. Yeah. I like this. Now, you're with someone. Now, I, do, would you identify as a Shaniac? Or? I'm so sorry. You know okay. what, Kate? You know what? Okay. You can't win them all. We are here with a, a Shaniac. A, no, she I'm, didn't say I'm, that. No, I'm literally... I'm I'm like always, I'm telling your dad, like, Shane is so funny. It's not even, it's not even like. Can you oh just say God. you're a Shaniac on the mic? I, I'm a Shaniac, self-proclaimed Shaniac. I, I like that. And Absolutely. you just bought the last. Hold on, hold on. How do you feel about Mike? I love Mike. Mike, I love you. And Max is okay, too. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you always tease the ones you love. Now, yeah, how yeah. does it feel to have the last, the best hang hat in existence right now? It feels like Christmas morning. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
I want to say like one of the cool things about the way that Arkells and Ash and the way that you guys conceptualize like a weekend like the rally is the idea that you want to basically give back to local businesses. So the rally market is this chance for like local vendors to basically have a spot to sort of exist that like you said, this bike ride that you do, like the ride to the rally just brings a bunch of people to the market, which is at the venue, like at mm-hmm. the stadium at Tim Hortons Field. And it was so cool to see everybody set up with all the different sort of like... um the booths and that along with the court, you go, Oh, it's like, this isn't just like a a concert that rolls into town. It's like sort of this really well thought out sort of like, um, plan that gives back to the community. And I think that like not a lot of people or bands think about that. And I think that's like a hallmark of the way that you guys operate, which is very cool. Uh, yeah. Like, so hats off to that. Um, but yeah, Shaney thoughts on the rally market with the best hang podcast booth. It's very cool. You almost forget, like Mike is saying, because you've created such like a community. The Arkells are such a brand. I, I was forgetting why we were there. You forget it's because this awesome show is happening. It just felt like this mm. friendship festival type thing where we're just seeing all these yeah. people. Um, but yeah, definitely very cool and a little bit surprising that people were there right at 11 and how much non-downtime we had. So we were always... Mm-hmm engaging with people and they brought their money too. So we like sold out of hats and shirts quickly. Like that was, was amazing. Yeah. Uh, what was like the feedback? I, I know we recorded some yes, sort of streeter. Definitely. We're getting a consensus on what people liked about the pod and the difference between Michael much and the best hang and uh, mm-hmm. our personality types. It's uh, some people, I won't say all, but some people think you might talk a little bit too much, Max. It was just some people. <laughs> Max, Mike had a theory that I should talk a little bit more because some people are saying, I, I, think I, should. I don't talk a lot, but then this really like handsome, like kind of like bro, really nice, like bro guy. I think he played rugby, mm-hmm. but he was saying, mm. I think he articulated it well, that I'm not a high volume shooter. But I come in and I provide like the perfect amount of little little mm-hmm. sprinkling. And then some Shaniacs, they were old school Shaniacs, meaning they liked mm. Shane from the mic on much days. Mm. So it was mm. kind of like, yeah, we like you now, but we prefer the older stuff. It's like you're fine now. <laughs> it, there was that vibe. I found that like all Shaniacs like Mike, but not all Mike fans like Shane too, I found. So <laughs> some people who are like, I'm Mike for life. They're kind of rude to me a little bit. So <laughs> I, so there was interesting things you notice. You can kind of spot who's a what type of fan before you even speak to I, them. And I think indisputably everybody <laughs> is a Max fan because almost everyone that came up is wearing an Arkells mm. shirt. I mean, it's the reason the whole thing exists, which which does become apparent, even though there was some funny responses where they did say yes. maybe uh, Max talks well, you, a little too you much. You get teased the most because, you know, you, yeah. you have a net worth of 20 million. You're putting on a, a show <laughs> for like so many people. So you were getting teased a lot. <laughs> as, as I should. My th- I think you're right. I don't think Max sounds good in French <laughs> on this song. <laughs> How did you know I was going to ask that? Okay, I- we're here with Melanie. Okay, it's, it's, it's live. We're rolling. Yes, okay, we, so okay. we just caught that. So we're here with somebody from Quebec. We were just talking about Max's French accent because he did a French song, obviously. Yeah. What would you rate that out of 10, that French? I think this song is a pretty solid 8, 9 to 10 yeah. out of 10. But Max in French, I might say 2 or 3. And what the heck was he saying? 
I don't know. I didn't get you, the words. You couldn't even understand. No. It. <laughs> so I salute the effort. Yes. But I don't think it sounds great. I'm sorry, Max. Yes. You know I love you, but in French. I think you need more practice. But so nice. I started to listen to the pod because of Max, but now I might say that you might be my favorite Shane. Really? Yeah. Would you call yourself a Shaniac? Maybe. Where are you from? We're from Sheffield in the UK. I have not been to an Arkells gig before. Oh, okay. Either. Um, it's Adam's kind of love, but he has brought me into it and I'm totally loving the gig vibes and I'm loving how everyone just is nice to each other and it's just a total like little family that I didn't even know existed. So, so true. And you're in the Arkells hub right now, as you probably know. Yeah. And if you're ever going to see an Arkells show this is the one to see tell us about yourself um, I'm from Windsor Ontario big fan of the Arkells big fan of best hang has your love for Arkells grown since the pandemic because you bought this ticket for the rally in 2019 yeah now it's 2022 did you ever, were you tempted at all to refund that ticket? Absolutely not, no. no. I missed the first rally and, and I wasn't missing the second one. I was going to hold out till till we could have it finally. So Any standout awesome. songs? Um, I really like People's Champ. I have a oh, tattoo wow. of People's Champ really? on the back of my leg, yeah. What'd you get? Um, it's just like the, the single oh, nice. art. Very cool. Yeah. Wow, you're a diehard fan. Diehard fan. <laughs> That's Are you right. a real Shaniac? Oh yeah, Mike on Much, 2015, the dessert, Papa wow. Culture. I think wow. I can go okay. deep, okay? Papa Culture's the tip-off. <laughs> wow, that's insane. I even forgot that was uh, there you an, go. a yeah. nickname. That's so, nuts. So I have a question for the pod. Is that Let's okay to ask? Let's hear it. When are we doing the live pod? I was at the Reggie pod back for just for laughs yes. whatever that was because pre-pandemic who knows but that was fun that, Truthfully, was, that was the best hang max i think were you at the very first live show we did yes at the rivoli yeah okay so yes. everyone enjoyed the rivoli one yes but i think max got a little confident and he came out with a twitter bit remember he was reading tweets yes and it didn't go over the way he had hoped yeah and i think that got him out of the live show mentality but your rap battle with the nut that was gold yes yeah i and know you won right you won or was that I'm debatable? not a judge, but I am a very biased uh, person with uh, an opinion, and I say I won. I think you won. I think you won. <laughs> yes, but we kissed at the end of that and made up. Yes. Yeah, it was good. But anyway, the fans are wondering, when's the next live pod? I'll leave you with that. Okay, uh, I'm going to get that answer, and we are we are going to ask Max on the next pod and get that answer. I still have my printed ticket pinned to a bulletin board. Wow. That's dedication. This is good. We might need to get you on a watch list. This is intense. This is awesome. Thank you so much. So Thank what's you. your name again? Lindsay. Lindsay. Thank you so much, Lindsay. My name is Tiffany. I think Shane needs to talk more. He's not yes. quiet. So that's my only complaint. And then my other complaint is that Max talks too much and he just gets a little too political. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're, you're here for a good time. Yeah. Not a political time. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So that's why we need more Shane. And, uh, yeah, Mike's always been keeping it real, though. Thank you for your very honest review. <laughs> Although I'm sure this will pierce right through Max's heart. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, he can take the, it. He can take he it. He has uh, a big head, so what I say doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a good ending. I can't top that. Thank you. Max, not Max Kerman, but we're here with another Maximilian. Pretty close, so. Now, tell us what you love about the podcast. Well, I think the biggest thing that kind of stands out to me is just the camaraderie that you guys have. Really a lot of people hear. have been saying Max talks too much. What would you say to someone if they had that opinion? If that was the case, 
He's a bit more flamboyant of a person, right? Yeah. I would say. I'd say. So he has a lot of personality. And it gives the, the podcast as well more character. So. All right, not a Shaniac, but hey, he listens to the pod, and that's good enough for me. <laughs> so what is your name? Kyle. Kyle? Yeah. And what are you about to purchase? The last Mike on Much shirt ever. Wow. Any any final words to say? Or? The pod's been sick. Long live the pod. Hey. Okay. I mean, you guys are really what makes the pod. I like that. I, mean, I like that. People have been saying Max talks too much. He does talk too much. Yeah. You guys have the best stories. I don't know. I'd say more Mike and Shane in the future. <laughs> right. So, hey, we're here with a young Shaniac. You could call me that, yeah, yeah. More here for uh, the Sansev. Yeah, uh, he's a Sansev fan. I won't lie to uh, the listeners, but just let's talk about the podcast because that's really why we're here in this tent today. What do you love about the Michael? Forget the Arkells. Honestly, this is the best hang. uh, It's true. Best hang uh, marketplace, right? What sucked you into the best hang? Oh man, you know what? Honestly, I have to say, Max sucked me in originally. (laughs) But I stayed for Shane and I stayed for Mike. Most of Shane. Okay. Most of Shane. But a lot of people have been saying that Shane needs to speak more. Yeah, I mean a lot might be an exaggeration, but someone did mention You know that. what though? You have to walk a fine line because <laughs> you, I don't know if you're a volume shooter. Like I nah. think, you know, it's I always say that. You come it's off the bench. Steve Kerr, you bring him in and he does what he's told. That's it. And you know, people Just say Max talks role. too much, but you want to hear from Max because you want to kind of make fun of Max when he goes well, on too long. I, I think who said that? So oh, Alex yeah. has a joke. <laughs> Would that joke was missed? Uh, the sperm doctor said you're a volume shooter. All right. There you go. It's, it's not bad. Yeah. It's good. In some avenues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I feel like Max, There's you guys have like an unspoken uh, kind of quota. He has to maybe talk for like 62% of the podcast. Yeah. Just to like, you know, keep the Arkellians happy. You have to. But does anyone really want to hear him? T- yeah, we do. We do. I, I know he's going to listen back to this, but. Uh, We're here with the very special fan. Big fan. Fan. Day co-worker. one fan. Day one fan. Veronique, she won a contest years ago to be what? Like a, an intern, an unpaid intern? Unpaid intern, but opened a lot of doors, I feel. It did? It, I feel it did. I'm there here now. one door that opened. <laughs> oh, is that why you're here today? I would say there was a lot of things that timed themselves well for me to be in the position I am today. That's excellent. I'm glad to hear that because a lot of people talk about lawsuits. You took advantage of me through free unpaid work. But we did actually give you... Oh, she needs a wallet. I did get $100 from you once. That was lovely. That was real money, right? That was real money. I I got to keep that, that yeah. (laughs) And now you're here. (laughs) Alex is giving you you a hug. You're here... (laughs) Taking photos for the Arkells? I'm taking photos for the Arkells. So, Veronique, what were, yes. rate, rate the top five. Top five Arkells. Yes. Um, manager Ash, number yes, one. Yes, unofficial. Uh, Tony, number two. Yes. Tim, number three. Mike D, number four. Ooh. Nick, number five. Max does not make the rating. Well, yes. <laughs> I'm no. kidding. I'm kidding, of course. Of course. I love them all equally. Yeah, you have to give Max the unofficial number one. We like to tease him, but, you know, he is the lead singer. <laughs> Well, there were like, there were lots of funny moments and I just, I love doing that stuff. Like Shane and I have like a, it just, whatever, we've been doing this kind of thing forever. So it was just very comfortable and cool to do it. Uh, You ended up rolling in Max and I'll get to that in a second. But Mm -hmm. I did want to say one of the things that was like, I like, I was like, I I had my idea of what I expected, but the one thing that I kind of didn't expect was kind of how moving what some of the people were saying. And a Mm. lot of people were saying like, 
we just want to say thanks because you got us through the early part of the pandemic. Mm. Like we, when there wasn't a lot of people around or we couldn't hang out with people, we got to hang out with you three. And Mm. like, so when people would say stuff like that, I did not expect to hear that. I didn't sort of realize how moving it would be in the moment when they would say something like that, because, you know, I like, we're up, we're just kind of fucking around on this thing. Like we always say, and and it's incredible that it connects with people and that they were so kind enough to say those things. So thank you to everybody who came out and thank you for being, you know, open and vulnerable with us at at the booth and and telling us how you feel. Cause uh, I've had the same thought about my favorite podcast um because you know we get we'll get dm saying oh your song get me comfort like during something hard in my life and the thing that keeps me comfort and the music does that to a degree but like just i have a hard time falling asleep if i don't listen to a podcast and yeah, so it's like same, yeah. it's weird it's weird to like think sentimentally about bill simmons and like, you know ryan Rossillo, like yeah two, like boston sports bros who just like talk about basketball like they're insane nine-year-olds you know what i mean like but <laughs> yeah. but like the amount of comfort that they've brought to my life. Like if I'm stressed out or I'm just like, I'm just going to fall asleep and listen to an insane Boston sports fan. But, but like it, but it actually means a lot. So if I were to ever meet Bill Simmons, I'd be like, ah, like what you've done for my life is like, you don't even understand, but it's just a funny concept because the same thing with us. It's like, we're just kind of shooting the shit, but if we can do that for, for somebody else who's going through something and it provides a little bit of levity, that's, that's pretty, pretty special. Absolutely. The, uh, so the moment where Max arrives and you know, you know, it's coming. Cause we obviously, we did this before at the previous rally. And so while Shane and I are, are kind of there hanging out from the start, you're across town doing like a community bike ride, right? Like, so you and a yep. bunch of like, yeah, yeah. wants to ride in the city of Hamilton. What's what describe that as, as yeah, you are people to trying to talk to you the entire time. And like, how does that work? It's pretty casual, you know? So basically like we picked up our bikes, uh, at bike hounds around the corner, uh, from Gore park. And then we meet up and we're like, okay, I wonder how many people are going to be there. And there's like a processional. It's amazing. There's probably, I don't know, 80 bicyclists that are just like kind of waiting for the band to show up. And we say a few words thanks so much for coming. Let's ride to the stadium. We're going to the rally market. And we kind of just like take over the streets of Hamilton. It's actually funny as I was crossing the street to get to Gore, Gore park, there was a hell's angel, uh, like motorcade that was just on their motorcycles. Uh, that was sort of taking up all the traffic and kind of going through all the red lights and stuff like that. And I was like, fuck that. Like, we can do that now too. <laughs> so we basically did that. And uh, with the help of Sean Burak, who runs Bike Hounds, he basically stopped traffic. So whenever we were going through any of like the main roadways, like basically all the cars stopped and we basically rode down some side streets and then over to Cannon and then Cannon down, uh, down to the rally market. And I, it was I took a bunch of photos and stuff once we got there, but it was actually kind of nice having conversations because it was a very leisurely ride. It wasn't like we were like going really fast or anything. So I'd, I'd kind of like speed up and talk to a few people. Where are you from? You know, just kind of chat, chat with them and then, and then kind of drop back. So I probably had like, you know, six or seven really nice conversations over the course of like a 20, 25 minute bike ride to it. And then I got to the rally market took some photos and then met up with you guys. Yeah. So that moment, uh, 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 so like I said, uh, you know, we've been going steady all day talking to listeners uh, of the podcast and then you can always feel like the buzz because like you said, you're a significant group of cyclists coming into like the arena area. And then you eventually sort of spill into the, the rally market area. Uh, and you are like, you're like the Pied Piper, you know, everybody's sort of falling. <laughs> you sort of come dancing in, you've got, you know, like you said, a whole group of people behind you just sort of following you in. And 
So you're kind of aware that that's happening like 30 feet away and Shane and I are still doing our thing and having conversations, but then you can kind of feel the buzz starting to come toward the booth and you, you come strutting up like, you know, this is your weekend. You're feeling it. You're boys, boys. It's like, oh, there's Max. You come in, handshake, big hug. You sit right down at the booth, pick up a microphone. Uh, and, and now we've got like. And all that group that you brought, now they're all sort of watching the booth as if it's its own stage or live podcast. <laughs> and I don't know if we'll use any of the audio, but we rolled on I it. I thought it was Shane good. What did we talk to. about? Yeah. We, 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 I thought we had a pretty good bit. Yeah. Leading up to the show. I think we were talking about the show that night, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I don't okay. know. Shane was being very fine. Shane, Shane sort of led it. And it, it was good stuff. Yeah. I was kind of nervous because there were so many people gathered around. I, it, was, it was a blur. But sure enough, the mm. second you left, they all left with you, too. <laughs> it looked very cool though for anyone who walked by during that period when you were there our booth yeah. seemed like the best booth in the world <laughs> yeah it was rocking it was like a glorious five minutes or ten minutes whatever however long you were sort of there to drop in it was kind of like the perfect little like hit you know high fives and then you were back to sort of whatever the you had to do for the rest of the day to get ready for the big show that night mm-hmm. um, but yeah yeah Shane do you have any more thoughts on sort of the rally market uh, no, it couldn't have gone better yeah like even after we wrapped like we still have people coming up at like four like it was, it was ended at four and we'd sort of were packing up stuff we only had a couple sweaters left and I mm-hmm. like it, and people were still like, hey, can we get a hat or a shirt? And it was like, we're we're out and we're packed yeah. up. We sold out pretty quick. It there was, was one was Mike incredible. fan who kept coming <laughs> back and he worked in graphics for a living. So he'd pick up the shirt. He goes, ah, I do this for a living. Let, let me see. And we're like, oh, how's our graphic work? How's the logo positioned on the T-shirt? And he's like, you don't want me to say. And I'm like, <laughs> we're like OK, so you're not going to buy the shirt. He's like, no, puts it down leaves and then he comes back again looks at it he's like nah then he comes back again and then he we were sold out of the shirt that he wanted he's like i should have got it like classic mike fan you know he was he was nice he was nice to me i I know yeah of course enjoyed our conversation yeah yeah shaniacs are nice to everyone though that's the difference yeah (laughs) um yeah no it was it was wonderful so max like what do you do from there because we we don't see you again what are you laughing at oh no i just remembering what we talked about so okay because this is a good segue to get to the show so basically i go home i have a nap i need to sort of like uh just sort of rest up recover get ready for the big night and but what we talked about was um the opening bit because yeah um we were talking about how mike has helped prepare for a lot of the sort of writing uh when it comes to the arkell show and so basically like if i have some banter that i want to make sure i get right I usually call Mike. I'm like, okay, Mike, how do I succinctly say this thing? And I apologize if I'm repeating anything from like the live part of the the broadcast from the rally market. But basically I, I reveal that we are doing this opening bit where it's supposed to be like a hot mic, uh, behind the stage before we go on. And then Shane just looks at me and goes, Oh no, you're going to do that. Don't do that. Oh no. no. The Heim thing. Oh no. Don't max. No. It's not going to be good. I, oh really? Oh no. Oh no. So I'm just thinking this the whole time. So the next five hours before the show, I'm literally like 
moments before we go on stage uh, and like everyone's excited. People are waving their rally towels. The bit starts to happen. I'm, I, I'm like trying to listen. Like, are they laughing? But I, the only thing I can hear in my mind is Shane going, no, Max, don't do it. You're, getting, <laughs> it's gonna be you're telling it to make me look worse. Here's the way I remember it. The tape will be the proof of this. So this is the way I remember it. You and Mike were talking about how you have an opening bit. And you're like, uh, you'll never guess. I go, is it the Heim bit? You're like, yeah, it is. I was like, oh, no. And I'm saying, oh, no, don't do that. Because I'm thinking about the podcast we recorded where you went over all that sexual stuff that Haim did in their bits. No, I wasn't, I wasn't obviously going to do that. I know, but then I'm like, what if he is going to do that? And that's why I was oh, saying no. <laughs> and then, so I think I, I ruined okay, your confidence accidentally. Sense. It was just a misunderstanding. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, we, we wouldn't get graphic like that. All right, how we doing? Rolling. All right, so we've been talking to people every time they come up to the the booth. Shane's been doing streeters, as we like to call them. Who's their favorite member of the uh, the pod so far? Shane's got the consensus because he's been talking to everybody. Uh, but I will say that uh, it's been a wide spectrum of fans. Interesting. Who, who, who's their favorite, Ben Shane? Well, here's the thing: a lot of people are faking like they're Shaniacs because I've been doing a lot of the miking. <laughs> yeah. But you can tell it's all about eye contact, and a lot of times people will look at Mike mm-hmm. more, and that's how you can tell who. The true fan. I know. Isn't that such a power move at yes. a dinner table? Yeah. Um, counting eyeballs. Counting yeah. eyeballs, and the, the person with the most amount of power at the table is the person people are looking at. Are they always looking at you, Max? Sometimes, but actually, <laughs> last Sometimes. weekend I was so offended. We were at a table, and <laughs> someone was making more eyes at the nut. I was so <laughs> mad. No, I hate it. no one ever looks at me ever. So I really <laughs> notice. You notice it more when they're not. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. never get those eyeballs. But I was, I was so pissed off about it. Mm-hmm. And we're literally doing this. Like, there's a whole crowd watching us yeah. right now at the yeah. booth at the rally market, and we can see the stage. It has a giant Arkell sign that you're going to be on soon. So it's funny that you're complaining about not having enough eyes on you when like 26,000 people are about to have their <laughs> eyes directly on you. <laughs> you know, I just met the first person i think ever who is a bigger fan of mike on, or sorry the best hang than arkells oh really yes they go i started with arkells but now i'm a way bigger the best hang i love fan. that i yes. like podcasts more than music too so that makes sense <laughs> uh mike do you want to tell our listeners uh who you heard from this morning who on the I- phone Oh, you? Yeah, me. Oh, yes. No, in the midst of all this chaos, I got a call from Max Kerman, uh, and I missed it. Yeah. Yeah, what would you call me about? Oh, because I was running bits. I needed help. So, so, you know, we've talked about this on the pod before, but basically, especially before the big shows, I I need to work through the banter, and uh, it's a really fun back and forth where sometimes you just have to say stuff out loud and then the answers come to you. Yeah, you get there on your own. I'm stuck and you have the answer immediately. Can we workshop it right now? Uh, I think we're in pretty good shape right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, will I be laughing or is it like crowd? You're, there's crowd. a there's a, okay two things. No, First of all, we won't no, talk too much, but okay. it is some, there's something electrifying about game day on yeah. show day yeah. when you call and you're like, oh, I got something. You know what's going to happen? You've actually once called me from the road, like I think like 40 minutes before a show. <laughs> yeah. That's always a fun call. But there's like a bit that's going to happen that's pre-recorded. Uh, uh, you know what? Actually, did you write it, Mike? Yeah, well, Mike, Max wrote. Mike, Mike. I, I just punched up some things. But well, here, I, I I'm actually things. here's my prediction. I think people in the crowd are gonna find it charming and fun, and you're not gonna think it's funny at all. You didn't pull any of that Haim shit, did you? Or Haim? Those jokes? <laughs> <laughs> you did? Oh no, Max! No, don't you do did? that okay. before the big show. You can't. Oh, is that what you're like are you doing? Positive. Okay, no, it'll be good. I was just kidding, not thinking you were actually doing that. Okay, that's exactly what we're doing. Okay, I believe it. <laughs> 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 oh, I know him too well. That's my problem. Yeah. Oh, 
By the way, we also had someone from Quebec. Oh. Without even asking them, they just started critiquing your <laughs> French pronunciation. It was amazing. This is, this is, you literally were supposed to play a show like the biggest show ever with like 30,000 people. You and you knock just them down a notch. Yeah, I want to be too confident going into a show. Right? Yeah. Remember the Twitter bit you did in the live show? Someone was just talking about that too. Which Twitter bit? When we did our second live just show. Just for laughs. Oh, you yeah. did that Twitter bit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that's a... why you don't want to be too confident yeah, going into true. live show. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to wrap this right now. See you next. Have an awesome show. Okay, so I want to know, Shane, Mike, how did it land out, out, out front? Well, I had trouble getting into the show a little bit because there was okay. an, Max, you kindly gave me tickets. We were, mm. you know, we were working that day. So you gave us tickets because you get a lot of the T-shirt sales. It's like an 80-20 split, I think. But, um, <laughs> That's, not <laughs> That's not true. The, the electronic element wasn't working, so I had to go to Will Call. And get tickets. Yeah. But when I got tickets, they weren't general admission. They were actual seat seats. And mm. I go back. I'm like, oh, um, these you have to give me the wrong tickets. They're like, no, nope, these are the ones marked for you. I go, no, my friend mm. told me I'd be general admission. They go, who's your friend? I go, oh, his name is Max Kerman. <laughs> He's the lead singer of our <laughs> But it was, the, it was the coolest I've ever felt my entire life. And I wasn't even trying to like pretty woman the person or whatever it was like and be like, oh, like I'm actually very well connected. I, I just the words that came out and then they got a little bit scared and started typing on the computer. <laughs> really? And then oh, I wow. boom, I got the tickets just like that. Can you imagine just, if it was that easy? It's like you go to a Coldplay concert. It's like Chris Martin. You just like start dropping. He's like, yeah. my friend. Who's your friend? Bono. Well, said I could, well, at the after party, the like, okay. at the after party, I'm talking to Jr. Diggs. I'm like, I did the coolest move to get my tickets. Jr. like, oh, me too. They tried to give me uh, tickets in the seating section. I'm like, what'd you say? He goes, I'm friends with Max. And then so he did the same move. <laughs> and it works like a charm. You just have to say you know Max. They don't ask any follow up questions. They just give you whatever you want. <laughs> That's amazing. So when I walked in, I could hear the bit kind of going on, but you were trying to like muffle the mics, right? Like to make bit. it sound yeah. natural. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So from where I was, which was behind the stage, I couldn't hear, but I also, oh, I didn't sure, sure, really sure. hear any laughter. So I'm not sure. <laughs> Stop. Mike, did you hear it? Cause we hadn't connected yet. Yeah, at that yeah. point. No, we had, and I was with like uh, Mark and John. And then, like you said, you and Alex were kind of coming in uh, uh, another way, but um, no, it went well. I mean, the stuff that landed is the stuff we knew it would land. Where you're like, this is Hamilton, guys. This is mm -hmm. Hamilton. People like, ah, like yeah, lose their yeah. shit. They got their towels like spinning, and then it's hard though for like twenty seven thousand people to then settle in and listen to a comedic bit. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's, it's like not gonna be like because, a Bill Burr routine or no, anything like that. it's like a little like yeah. obscure outdoor like, audio is different too. Yes, yeah, uh, but like the parts that that like worked. Like worked, but yeah, it wasn't like a comedy crowd waiting for like those moments. But I think that the gist of what you were trying to do and kind of get people excited and the countdown was exciting. And then, mm -hmm. you know, when it's like, oh, oh, and like the, the horn hits when it's yeah. like, dun, dun, you know, or the, the you know, there's all horns, but what do you got? got? Yeah. Like that shit, like mm -hmm. all like super landed. And I think for anybody listening, they enjoyed Nick's Roma pizza bit, you know, uh, mm -hmm. but it was the stuff that really hit hit. And then the rest was kind of like people still talking and kind of just the, the buzz, you know, mm -hmm. like the, of you guys about to walk out. You know, OK, so the other question and we could I mean, we could analyze the, the set uh, to the casting home. But the, what I'm curious uh, from your perspective is for our Kells, it's such a fine line between 
delivering things that people want to see because they're excited for a bit that they've seen before versus mm. trying to do something new, develop new bits that will be part of the set for years to come, surprising people. It's a fine line because if you don't do the things people want, like the arm in arm, you know, part of uh, my heart's always yours when you put your arm around your neighbor. Like, I think people like that. And if we didn't ask people to do that, they'd be like, oh, I kind of like that part of the show. But sometimes you see a band a few times like, oh, they're doing that same thing again. Okay. So did, did it feel like it was a good combination of, you know, fresh shit versus the comfort yeah. stuff. Your old bits versus Hames act that you've stolen from them. <laughs> <laughs> it, for me, it no, was it honestly, works. it was, it was so tough because there's so many people you haven't seen in forever. Yeah. And like the Mike on much thing, it's the hub for all Mike on much and the best hang people. So I'm talking the entire show and I've, I've got one eye on you, but talk. <laughs> And everyone's pretty like lit up in a good mood and like a 50 year old guy's like, I love Mike how much on Crave and he's going through every bit. (laughs) The show flew. I hardly saw any of the show. The arm. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. Mike was smart because Mike is like he Mike knows how to get out of a conversation. He's like you, Max, you know how you have all these special (laughs) words where people know how to end it. I'm always like, yeah, tell me more. And I I don't know how to leave. (laughs) So for hours, I was just talking to very kind strangers. So I so, Mike, so your, Mike has your a better perspective. From the show was you didn't really see any of the show. I liked the arm and arm part because that gave me an excuse <laughs> to go with uh, Mark and Popolis, and then we yeah, we yeah. danced for a little bit. But then once that ended, boom, the people came back, and I was in conversations. Mike. <laughs> 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 Yeah, no, like very similar to Shane's experience. But like he said, <laughs> we had like a little hub going with our friends and but and people were recognizing and talking to us. But at some point, I kind of like got out of that pocket because I, I was constantly engaged and I, I did want to see a bit of the show. And we had we had so many friends that were in GA, like Maxi, like with our group, Champagne Boys, all that, their wives. And so like I kind of found a pocket with our friends like AJ, Carly, like Peak, Legs. Like so I was like, I kind of got out of that that hub, although that clip that Shane's talking about where him, John and Mark Myers are like arm in arm. Like it's such a beautiful mm-hmm. clip. I was like, Oh, I should have been in there. You know, like I almost died playing mm-hmm. basketball with them yesterday. <laughs> I, I, was, I was jealous. I wasn't there for that moment, but I think I made the right choice to sort of get to another section. So I could watch the show and to answer your question. Yeah. Like, well, there's that old, like Damon Lindelof thing. Like he, he's a t- television writer and he's like, people think that they want something new or they want you to just like subvert their expectations. He's like, no, 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 no. People just give the people what they want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like they actually do want your bits. Like it's like Jerry Seinfeld when he goes on tour, it's a mix of new stuff. And then he does like the classics. Mm-hmm. So I think that like you struck the right balance where people want to see the stuff that they've seen in Eric Kell's show. And then there's also some new surprises. Speaking of wanting your bits and feel free to cut this part, but there was a lot of rumors after the show and buzzing about whether or not Max stuffed during the show. <laughs> Can we not was. Use <laughs> Everyone was talking about it. That's not true. <laughs> Absolutely not, first of all. And second of all, I don't even know what you're referring to. I've seen the tape. There's nothing suspicious looking going on. People were talking oh, about it, like many it. groups. That's why I texted you, That's- you didn't respond. I said, did you stuff tonight? And you did not answer. So can we get, <laughs> did you stuff? Officially, I did not stuff. I would wow. never. The no. people know now. They were just tight pants. <laughs> it's the coolest answer you could say, though, too. 
Oh, yeah. stop yeah. it, stop <laughs> it. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to guess we're not cutting this if, part. <laughs> if you did stuff, though, Max, and we know you didn't, would you admit that you stuffed? <laughs> not dignifying this, this line of question. Uh, <laughs> All right, um, let's get to anything else. Let's get to the after party. Uh, anything? I, mean, I know we got a lot of content from the market too, so we want to keep this episode. Yeah, in check. maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe there'll maybe there'll be like some fun cut-ins from Nathan. Uh, everyone's incredible. We saw Jill and, and Trevor. Uh, mm-hmm. Jill will be. I got part a beautiful of this. card because I, oh, I couldn't yeah. make their wedding. Did you really? Yeah, oh. yeah. It was, a, it was a very, very sweet card, and uh, yeah, it was awesome to see Jill and Trevor. I have a card to give you too. A fan gave me a card to give to you that I have to give. Okay. Awesome. Uh, yeah, and Jill, of course, will be start, we're working on the sketch show. We've talked about a bunch, and Jill is one of the stars of it. So it was great to see her and and Trevor at the show. They came to the rally market, and then we're at the show and all that stuff. Um, yeah, like it was just it was like it was an incredible weekend. You know, the people that listened to us, the people that came out to say hi uh, at the market rally, and 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 we, you know, some of them got on the mic. Sometimes it was so overwhelming we couldn't even record everyone because there was like a lineup behind them. But the ones that we did get, I think there's some funny moments. So maybe we'll throw to some of those at the end if we haven't played any already in the show. Uh, and I guess we'll just wrap by saying uh, congrats to Arkells, uh, to Manager Ash, uh, uh, Nathan Nash, who was incredible, and so much gratitude because also like obviously like we work with Ash on this thing, but she always just makes sure you know shane and i were sorted in every way uh for the rally market and then for the show and then for anything that you 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 would have to even worry about we never have to worry about it because she's the best and nathan has been incredible so thank you uh to them and thank you to our listeners and everyone that came out to the rally market and uh yeah thanks to you max for sort of making this whole thing uh, happen uh, no it was a weekend for friends uh yeah thank you to everybody who came to the show and came to everything else and thank you to you shane because you know what I am a Shaniac as well. Mm-hmm. Me too. Really? I'm a Shaniac. Yeah. Well, I'm a yeah. Mike for lifer, I guess they call it. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I saw that, that hashtag yeah. online. I'm not sure if you did. Mike for life is what they've been. I didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's it. That's all. That's your episode. Thank you so much. Uh, 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 produced by Nathan Nash. Obviously, this episode that you'll hear. And until the next rally, what are we talking? Like a year, two years? What do you think, Max? Yeah, we'll figure it out. I don't know. All right. Can't wait to see you guys all there. Hi there, what is your name? My name's Nicole. Nicole? Yeah. So I was going to tell you, your mother-in-law, Lorna, yes. she was my grade 7 teacher. Really? Yeah. yeah and uh, you're an Arkells fan, first and foremost. Yeah. How many shows do you got under your belt? Um, like one and a half. Okay, we relatively went to, new. We uh, the one last summer at Budweiser, and then we were on the stage at the Grey Cup halftime show. Right. And you sucked in that your friend, partner, My husband? My boyfriend. Boyfriend. Adrian. She got me hooked on the train. Okay, what's the, on the train on the here? Train. <laughs> what's the song that hooked you in? Knocking at the door. Knocking at the door. Interesting fact, I directed that music video with my good friend, Mark Myers. It's a good song. Yeah, well, the video's not bad either. Are you more of a Micaholic, a Shaniac, or just the diehard Max through and through fan? Honestly, I I don't know yet. Okay. Uh, all right. I, I, um, it doesn't sound like I'm, something I'm a, a Shaniac newbie. would say, to be Honestly, honest. Honestly, I mean Shaniac. Yeah, all right. There you go. <laughs> Winning them over one by one. Wait, M- MJ just dropped a bomb on me. He didn't spend any money yet, but he wrote a letter to Max. I wrote a letter to Max, yes. I, uh, you know, the Arkells, uh, they're truly something special to me, um, especially during the pandemic. And their music is, they're such good storytellers, truly. Um, their lyrics have so much power and passion in it that, you know, the one song that I wrote about Eyes on the Prize really, it really helped me out during some tough times. And that's kind of what my letter is about is just thank you, like truly. And 
Okay, there's two ways to play this, MJ. You can hand it, you can you can roll the dice and maybe see Max at some point today. Or you can give it to me and I may or may not lose it, but I think the odds are way higher that it will actually get in Max's hands. What do you choose? Well, I said it was a Shaniac, right? Yeah, that so was a bit of I, a, uh, you know. <laughs> you, but yeah, do you trust me to give it to Max? All my soul. Okay. Hey, my name is Olivia from Peterborough, Ontario. I want to give a shout out to my brother Aiden who couldn't make it today. Uh, Aiden showed me our cows and showed me this podcast. I love you lots. Wish you were here. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.